Hi. Surprise, fuckers. <laughs> Surprise, fuckers. You get two. <laughs> Give me like three more. <laughs> I'm glad you are having fun. Of course I am. My beloved co host is back. <laughs> They're all good. You should, you should cut them into the chat like you're (laughs) you're still here you're pouring the last drink you've lit you know like you lit the cigarette you're shuffling your papers (laughs) we're closing out it's uh, it's always uh things in the beginning that i just cut and put at the end because i do make myself laugh that's the the only point of the show at the end which is why i have that vision I love your I love your vision better, but no, usually it's a it's a mic check that I I then cut. Uh, little secret insider scoop: when there's no one to talk to, there's no one to tell about your insider editing tips. But I do love talking about editing the show, as you all know. So this is great. Voice note: me, you're editing. <laughs> Always. Yep. I was so ready. <laughs> Surprise, fuckers! It's free live cams. I'm done. That's it. That's not the only one. They're all good, but we'll see. I'll do a super a super cut of us. Surprise, fuckers! It's free live cams. I just like yelling. Okay, back up. I'm I'm hunching. There's no table for me to lean on, so it doesn't make noise, so you can't be mad. But I can't spill the wax all over myself either. That's a different kind of cam. That's also. And that one's not free. <laughs> how soon am i gonna I... laugh hard enough to blow all these candles out uh immediately it's closed. uh hi 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 say hi to say say hi hi <laughs> how long has it been a while a minute a minute uh you want to introduce yourself? Let's get this oh, ball I rolling. Have to go? I was gonna yeah. go. I was gonna. I guess it's your show. Um, <laughs> you make your guests go first. Yeah, that's intimidating. I, I mean, you're a special guest. Am I? Mm-hmm. Just treat me like one of the boys. Um, oh, hang on. Give me one second to really think about it.
uh, my mom tells a dirty joke that apparently her mother used to tell uh, whenever someone called her madam, which is, oh, I'm not madam, I'm just one of the girls. <laughs> which I didn't think was funny until recently. Uh, big fan. Uh, and, and especially yeah. imagine my mom telling it in the most camp she can. Shout out, Marsha. Oh. First Marsha shout out. Everybody drink. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I have so many choices. Oh, lay them all on me. All right, I'll just I'll freeform them all together, I guess. There's a yeah, couple there's yeah, a couple ending points, but we'll make it work. You've got a bunch of you've got a bunch of episodes to make up for, so just gi- uh, give give me 6 months worth of, <laughs> of oh, intro. No, I just I told you I did no prep here. We're loose, we're free, we're we're easy, we're breezy, we're beautiful. Um this I I freeballed a little bit today, but that's all. Um, I love it. Hi, my name is Haley. I use they them pronouns. Uh, the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, the Free, the Live, the Cams. I'm vibing. I'm thriving. I'm living. I'm laughing. I'm loving. I'm a <laughs> a joker, a smoker, a midnight toker, and I sure don't want to hurt no one. Uh, I moonlight as Peter Pan, running a residency for local Lost Boys, and I've got your phone number written in the back of my Bible. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> there you go Yeesh. that went better than i thought it was going to that's the the closest to uh freestyling i've ever done except i read it off of a phone note <laughs> oh welcome back thanks we missed you happy to have you here who are you uh i got a text message last night about my most recent episode that said Don't- destroy society with three exclamation points so i just <laughs> i wanted to that's what we're doing here that's um i want i want to like screenshot it and make it our our banner ah that's actually a really good our idea. art is very good but just like for a minute love you leah <laughs> but like also destroy society uh my name is jay i use they them pronouns i am 31 years old and I spend an absurd amount of time thinking of micro-niche Led Zeppelin playlist themes, including but not limited to Led Zeppelin for every morning that you don't want to get out of bed, but you have to get out of bed, but you don't want it to be too rock and roll, but you also like need to get out of bed, so it has to be a little rock and roll, um, which is the newest Led Zeppelin playlist that I've uh, been working on because I have not wanted to get out of bed this week. Second Marsha shout-out of the podcast already is that ding, ding. one of the coolest things that she's ever done in my opinion uh is she talks about how in high school she like rube goldberg machined her early 70s alarm clock so that <laughs> the needle would drop on uh zep to black dog and she would uh full volume shoot out of bed which is the most manic thing you could possibly do but is exactly on point <laughs> can you write <laughs> Uh, I personally have been listening uh, in terms of get out of bed but knock out of bed exactly the vibe have been listening to a lot of Velvet Underground Uh, favorite morning choice being Sister Ray the 17 minute banger Uh, key phrases na 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 suck in on my ding dong Uh, (laughs) excellent with a cup of coffee (laughs) I'm doing great man I just bought an alarm clock because I replaced my sports watch with a real watch to wear like a big boy. Ooh, like a not... hot man watch? Well, you got no, drip. Very... Oh, it's I really very... I really expected you to hold up like a fat watch. 
My wrist is too small for like a, a, a real ass Rolex. Yeah, and but all, you're a like, real ass man. I know, but all, but I have very dainty wrists. They don't make they don't make men's watches um, for men, men like me. It's no, very I, transphobic to, Rolex. I've been meaning to ask you about saxophone related wrist problems. Off pod. <laughs> <laughs> My wrists hurt. My saxophone story is that someone in his underwear played saxophone in my apartment without my consent recently, and uh, it's very bad. So uh, that's the only saxophone-related content I'm willing to talk about on the podcast. My saxophone wrist-related story is I used to know someone uh, who touted that they had tendonitis from fingering so many girls. <laughs> Destroy society. Life is a nightmare, and we're living in hell. Yeah. I also had tendonitis, but it was from playing the bassoon. <laughs> Hotter, in my opinion. I was not very good at the bassoon. I was also not very good at the saxophone, for what it's worth. But I have... I was not very good at the saxophone, and I didn't even practice, so I don't know why I have tendonitis. <laughs> from banging so many girls. <sighs> if only. Honestly. I'm staring out the window in sad singledom. I'm staring at our listeners. And <laughs> expecting and one of them to kiss me and down, no one is. Girls. <laughs> Ladies. Uh, I'm not going to talk. Of, no, we'll keep that to ourselves. Anyway. Moving on. Uh, I got a question for you. I thought you were going to like. I'd be like, I have a listener question written in. <laughs> no. We don't get any listener questions. That's we bullshit. We do. Is it? I'm like, I do you know that I the other day was like, I'm gonna start leaving us crazy reviews in different like characters and I'm gonna start emailing the pod. And then I was like, Oh, you'll know it's me right away. So I didn't. Um do we not get any we have listeners. Fucking We do have interact listeners. Where are you? I interact all the time. I'm just not online. It's true. Um we do have loyal. I mean, we obviously have loyal listeners, but no, no one is. No one submits us questions. Can I be but you to... could. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. I don't want to be mean to your other friends yet. I sound unhinged. I am uh, unhinged. I've made peace yeah. with it. Anyway, what did you want to ask me? Uh, is gender real? No. Okay. Thanks for coming. That was free live cams, everybody. Thanks for listening. On an 11-minute episode. That's it. 12, 12, 12 or 13 minutes if you play the theme back twice. Worth it. Uh, say more, homie. This is... All right, here's some context. I was going to say, like, I, I'm just going? You're letting me go? or <laughs> This is what we're here to talk about. What is the self? So, what is the self? Screech. Uh, so this is a follow-up from... The episode I released on February 1st, where I was talking about queer and gender terms. And if you go and listen back, listen back later. You don't have to stop what you're doing now, unless you're doing something annoying, and then stop and come back to this later. Um, Pay attention, motherfuckers. So anyway, two episodes ago, I was talking about gender terms, uh, some of the ones that are used more mockingly by cis and straight people um, trying to like give some context and stop that kind of foolishness 
And in that episode, I'm kind of very specifically trying to avoid saying the phrase gender is real or gender is not real. Because I don't know how I feel about those, that. I don't know how I feel about that exactly. So I brought Haley back to have a conversation around the question, is gender real? I also, and, I, uh, I listened to that episode and responded to you, and that's how we got here. Correct. Um, we did not bring up, is gender real? But, like, that was definitely, I thought, a, a tangible undertone. Good. Somebody's listening. Somebody's picking up what I'm putting down. It's only ever been me. <laughs> oh, sad. Appreciate it, but sad. <laughs> All right. Um, you let me know. I'm gathering thoughts. So I don't really, yeah. So that's this. That's all. That's 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 just where we're at. And I think that I'm wait. Gonna... So you don't have like a really strong standpoint. I'm your I'm your call in expert here. Yeah, because I have a I lot think... of thoughts. You're my sounding board, my brick wall. Hey man. Um, and uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna bring people in. Uh, from sort of different stages and walks of life and uh perspectives on this i i know (laughs) i know that a conversation between friends does not a podcast always make i was gonna say a podcast has it made however (laughs) however this podcast does is Uh, a conversation between friends um but i do i mean (laughs) the podcast built this is um something i talk about all the time with my compadres and it's something on everyone's mind and I (laughs) not to brag but I have some really cool interesting friends who are a lot fucking smarter than I am uh present company included uh so yeah that's that's the plan that's the deal um you know asking questions answering them but uh trying to create a framework for uh you to answer these questions on your own loving loyal listeners and uh who better to kickstart this what may be a series what may be a two-parter i don't fucking know but that's the idea uh i always like to shout out gender reveal a podcast where tuck woodstock uh self-designated gender detective interviews cool queer gender genderific people um to try and decode the question of what the heck gender is so while not an exact uh, spin-off or knockoff, certainly, uh, definitely an homage. I started listening to Gender Reveal uh, a few months ago, six months ago maybe. Over the summer, I think, um, I saw a TikTok about it. One of my favorite TikTokers mentioned it, and I looked it up, and there were like a bunch of episodes, and I've linked them in the show notes before. Um, but definitely go back, because whilst not an interview... Um, the exploration of this specific question is certainly an homage to Tuck and the Gender Reveal podcast. So credit always where credit is due. Um, yeah. A couple notes before we dig back in. Um, I had not retained that when you had mentioned it previously, yes. and I'm excited to dig into it. Um, it reminded me of a podcast, which I believe that I mentioned during our mm. Bodies uh, series. Uh, that is called uh, Living in This Queer Body by uh, Asher Panjaris, and it is has been running for probably close to three years Fuck now. Yeah. Um, 
and explores an enormous variety of people across an enormous variety of spectrums uh, talking about their lived experiences with uh, gender and sexuality and queerness and their bodies. Uh, can be hard sometimes, but is mostly really well done and cool uh, and interesting and opened me to a lot of perspectives I did not know about. Ah, fuck and, yeah. Uh, also found a, found a lot of uh, feeling heard and seen in ways I didn't expect. Love it. Um, and to sum up our media links of uh, I don't see a tweet because I'm not online anymore. <laughs> Um, I received an email from the anarchist bookstore I'm a fan of, uh, titled Protect and Support Trans Kids. Uh, quote, trans kids deserve more than protection. They deserve to feel seen, heard, and supported. Keeping that in mind, here are some of our favorite children's books that celebrate trans joy. If you want to learn more about what's going on now in Texas and for related resources, check out the Transgender Education Network of Ches- Texas and Resources for Transgender Youth in Texas. And then, while we're at it, a few books for the adults. Uh, I will send this along to Jay. It is linked as a webpage, I believe. AK Press fucking rules. Um, check that out for all of your Destroy Society needs. Protect and support trans kids. They are society. They are. Oh, Glad I remembered. That was important. Oh, it matters a oh, lot. Boise, Boise. It matters a lot. And uh, I love Texas, and I love going there, and I love being there, and I love the idea of living there. And, um, yeah. I love kids, and I love trans people. Yeah. And I would love to change the world for them as best we can. And if that means (sighs) moving to Texas to be in the belly of the beast to make a difference... And maybe. How long do you have to live somewhere to be involved in local government? Like 22 seconds, I'm pretty sure. As long as you have a mailing address, I think you can run for offices. <laughs> I think. I don't know. You're charming. You look good in a suit. Thank you. I think when so. When I was a child, um, my mother, the most politically active person I know, took us to vote in every small election every time. And the, the cool part of it was it was pre-digital. It was at our local library. Uh, you went in these little booths and me and my brother and her all squished in there and like one of us got to like push the little buttons for the people and the other person got to pull the big lever that dinged to reset it and it opened the curtains uh, and it made voting fucking rule. Speaking of siblings, just want to acknowledge the, the, <laughs> the, the NB, the NB brother, aka the N brother solidarity. Shout out to the N brothers. They're really roughing it. Shout out to the N brothers for always being there for their bros. Uh, yeah. We love you. We hugely love you. You guys are the best. I'm going to get another beer and then I'll tell you why gender is fake. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to see if I can mini-sewed monologue. <laughs> I'm a little out of shape. I mean, here, you, you go get your beer. I'm going to... Um, what what I don't know if any of you heard is I I blew a very theatrical kiss. And it, Godspeed. It was great. Thank you. See, my last few episodes were macro so solo monologues, so it's a little less fun to sit here and talk to myself because I've been talking to myself since September. But it's fine. It's a little treat for Haley to listen to when I uh, give them a version to edit. It's very exciting to have them back. I didn't tell anyone. I didn't tell anyone until today. 
or maybe yesterday when I was talking to a friend on the phone. But I waited all this time, and it's going to be a surprise for listeners. Today is March 4th, and uh, we're going to release this episode on April 1st. So I'm going to keep this quiet for a month. (laughs) I've never kept a secret for a month in my entire life. I've never kept a secret ever in my entire life. Because secrets are no fun. That's what I was I was thinking. I was like, I hope you don't ask me to update anything about myself because I'm not telling anyone anything. Yeah. I mean, you're welcome to if you want to, but also, meh. Nah. I'm out here vibing in the void. I love it. My phone number's the same if you want to know. <laughs> I'm still a fucking bitch. Uh, word. I um, am so like up here happy but also like down here pleased uh mm-hmm. with what you've done with the show oh so i thought you were talking about yourself but you're talking about me no i'm talking about you about i'm so glad me. that like uh i'm so glad to be have been a part of giving you a jumping off platform for your fame and stardom oh. um You've done such an incredible job. I'm so glad to have been a part of it. Oh, my God. I have a crush on you. I don't know if you knew. Now and forever, baby. I'm very crushable. And by crushable, I mean, please, someone hug me until I die. Literally, literally lay on top of me until I suffocate to death. I guess I should answer your question. Yeah. Let me ask it again. Is gender real? I have a lot to say. Is Fucking let I, it rip, homie. No, that's the thing is, like, I really, I do have a lot to say, and I want to um, try and sound intelligent for once <laughs> uh, and uh, communicate myself clearly because uh, I have some real thoughts, and I didn't realize that uh, not everyone does. Isn't that, uh, This is all I think isn't about. Isn't that funny? Isn't it funny to talk um, to a cis person who's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, oh, isn't that? Okay, so first first silly point on that uh, is I was listening to uh, the Glitch Bottle podcast the other day, uh, and they were speaking, which is not something I uh, regularly listen to, but uh, uh, they were interviewing Meredith Graves, who's someone I find to be incredibly well-spoken and intelligent, uh, and after getting some very well-grounded advice, uh, which the host was commenting on uh they said yeah baby we're living in an apocalypse time's fake all you can count on is your period in the moon what else are we gonna do uh which is exactly the kind of mood i would like to bring to this yeah gotta agree uh point a point b uh i would this sounds so bullshitty but i would like as sincerely as possible this is my opinion uh on my own experience and if like gender is something that feels good and real and makes you like feel good and okay please by all means feel that way and it is as real as you want it to be I think is my real answer uh which I didn't realize was the seed of what I'm gonna say until I just said it out loud but like gender is as real as you want to be destroy society um fuck a lot of that but like if it makes you feel good then it's real and if it doesn't make you feel good then fuck it um 
is is one thing I have to say, but like this is my opinion on my own experience. So there's my caveat. I'm gonna take some thinking minutes instead of just going. I've grown, I've learned. I'm not saying slurs on online anymore. Faggot. <laughs> already have a cold open i would make you make that the cold open <laughs> honestly that's the funniest thing i can think of if you did that and i didn't know and i was listening to this at work i would honestly drop what i was holding and start crying <laughs> if we ever do a live show it's just gonna be that it is just gonna be that um if you've ever met me in person sometimes i laugh so hard i have to like take a knee <laughs> um i'm also incredibly prone to the giggles yeah yeah so that's my caveat um, the other thing is, oh, I was gonna, I was gonna give as minimal context as possible that, uh, I am vibing in the void right now. I've been doing a lot of reading. I've been doing a lot of research. Uh, I've been living, I've been learning. Uh, and so I was reading, uh, something recently by, uh, Jessica Dore, who I sent you things from before. She does the daily tarot card polls on Twitter. Uh, she has uh, a behavioral psychology background. She recently put out a book uh, called Tower for Change. It rules. Um, incredible thinker. Um, and uh, puts out these monthly offerings uh, where she'll uh, draw a few cards and then sort of uh, write about them from whatever research she's doing. I'm talking with my hands up just so everyone knows. Uh, whatever research she's doing, either... Uh, her psychology background or uh she's been working with a lot of like myth and folklore lately and legend and things like that storytelling uh but so in talking about uh this is from december of 2021 because i'm behind uh and also she started doing audio recordings and she has a really super sexy low voice so i waited for those um shout out uh shout out low voice people word um uh, but in talking about uh, one that was broken into five sections on wanting, which was interesting, uh, with, you know, what's going on. Everything's on time. Um, but uh, t- uh, talking about uh, Carl Jung and uh, the self, which is funny because I pulled this because I thought we were going to talk about what is the self because I forgot. <laughs> uh, um, but it actually, it, it fits. Uh, so talking about Carl Jung's idea of the self, uh, and then a, a brief summation of that, uh, and then her opinions on it, which is, quote, From my understanding, he was saying that the self is not a standalone essence, but a process that lives and reveals itself through behavior, which is always relational because it occurs in an ecosystem. So, as much as I'd like to believe in some authentic, unspoiled desire that emerges from a mythic true self linked with some enduring transcendent good, the fact is, I'm always going to be an impacted organism in a changing environment. My wants and the pursuit of my wants will always be relational. They will always have an impact and consequence. End quote. Mm. Uh, which is sort of the ground I think I'm coming from for this. Uh, because, like, everything is relational a little bit. Uh, in that we've spoken before that every- <laughs> everything is connected and it's a nightmare. Um, so if you're talking about gender, sometimes you're talking about presentation. Uh, sometimes you are talking about uh, how other people perceive you, not through presentation, but through, like, communication. Um, 
you're talking about how you're perceiving yourself as someone in the world and how you fit into that world uh i feel a little bit which is part of why i say it's fake um because i don't like how the world i am in has set it up Mm. uh and i have never felt I've spoken early in our episodes. If you want to go back and listen, I'm going to try and give my opinion now, but I'm realizing I've said this before, uh, which doesn't matter because new people are listening now and it's been a long time, which is nuts. Um, But, so, oh, come on. I, we were talking about, I think it's in the episode we were talking about the word non-binary, like non-binary awareness. Oh, yeah. Um, really going back. Um, well, I'm, I'm just thinking, like, why was I talking about this? Why is it relevant? What's the seed here? Because I know how I feel, but what's the, mm. how, does it, how does it relate? Um, so, um, we were talking about why non-binary was the word we both felt was applicable to us at that time, yeah. strongly. Uh, which, isn't that wild? Always is. Um, uh, and I was saying that I felt and I believe because I hadn't really thought about it you know too hard before now because I wanted to give us honest thought um I think I still feel that that is the word I would use if like pressed to be like what is your gender like that might be what I would use because I do not feel that the societal choices of male or female gender right now uh large societal choices um socially acceptable whatever um historically and whatnot uh things apply to me or have ever applied to me uh whereas i know people who are uh non-binary in such a way that they feel that like uh it's not a binary but a spectrum and that it's a sliding scale Mm -hmm. and that um they are either somewhere on that scale or they move within that scale, uh, which is also cool and valid if that's what makes you feel good. Um, I don't feel that way. Um, I have always felt outside of uh, something. And uh, I think I'll, we were also talking about othering is the word that comes up for me there. I felt very othered and very outside and not a part of that. Uh, so if you were going to press me to write down on a, a form my gender, I would probably say non-binary. But um, I much, much prefer the word that I would use for if I had to write down my sexuality on a form, which is queer, which always feels better to me and more comfortable for me, and I feel it in my body now. But that's not, like, a societally valued gender term. Mm. People don't like it. No one understands. Um but uh, the reason that it makes sense when you're talking about sex is that it's relational um, to a lot of people in the way we think, I think, um, because they or I, I don't know. I don't know if it's me or anybody else. I'm just going to talk. Um, confusing. Weird. Do I think this? Do I, is it what other people say back to me? Uh, it's the easiest way for me to explain to other people that like (laughs) I was hooking up with somebody recently who said that they were pan in that like 
not bi erasure way, but that it felt that it opened them up to people of every gender or whatever, and that anybody could use any words that they wanted to. And I was like, all right, cool. Because um, it was actually right after I had listened to your recent episode on that, and I was like, ooh, bad touch, but like, <laughs> we cool, we saved it. Um, but I got mush brain. Mush brain. Um, I have a crush on the anyway. whole world. Yeah, man. I have a crush on every boy. Every boy. Who knew? Who knew? Speaking my truth. Foretelling. Um, It's the easiest way for me to explain to other people that, like, I don't feel that I fit in any of those boxes, and I also don't give a shit what you are. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is weird, because I haven't had to, like, outwardly explain that to too many people either, but, like, that's always been the word that felt right, so I stuck with it. Um... So, gender's fake. Um, I feel that the socially, the social construct of gender in the world that we live in and the society we live in at this time is uh, a construct, which is fake. Like time and uh, money uh, and everything else. Everything's fake. Uh, But if it makes you feel good and you find meaning in it, that's cool. Um, I don't, and I feel expressly othered and made an outsider by it so i don't participate in that and um i think that's my my short speech and i'll let you ask me questions good morning and uh welcome to free live coffee this is uh a quick addendum uh it is march 24th it's about three weeks after we've recorded and uh I saw not a tweet, but a quote uh, that really put resonated with me and put words to the feelings I was trying to um, elucidate while I was speaking here about um, my use of queer and why it feels good to me. And um, part of that is the representation of... uh, feeling othered and outside and not participating in some of the choices uh, or norms that were provided for me um, or are accepted. And, uh, you know, I'm always learning and sometimes you just see those words in that order. And so um, the quote is by Bell Hooks. I don't know which of her literature it's from, but I am hoping to find out so if anyone wants to share that with us i know google's free but i'll get on it okay so um quote queer not as being about who you are having sex with that can be a dimension of it but queer is being about the self that is at odds with everything around it and has to invent and create and find a place to speak and to thrive and to live and um That really hit hard. What do you think? Mush brain. Yeah, that's the thing is I had some more to say and I got a little word. No, it's good. It's good. I I think that's my my short of it is like, nah, it's fake. And if it makes you feel good, good. And I don't. And uh, destroy society, I guess. I think where I struggle is that 
it is a question of language terms and defining terms. That's the thing. Now I'm just thinking, like, I know so many people who feel so good to be a man or a woman. And, like, hell yeah, dude. Like, yeah, I hope you get that. Um, That doesn't make me feel good. But that's also okay. Yeah, and I think that... I I don't like it that it's put upon me at times. And now I'm done. <laughs> no, never be done. Don't be done. That's why I brought you here. Um, I I think, to me, the term gender is a construct is one that I struggle with as a term because I think it's become cliche in a super general way at this point. I agree. Because, like, I think gender is real, which is why I was hesitating to say it wasn't because what I want people to think that I feel Mm -hmm. is that it's not real but I wasn't in I was just like I was super tired and I was behind schedule on production and I should have just delayed but if I had delayed I would have felt worse like delaying would have made me feel worse like it was better to just do it and do the best I could and then come back to it later and also sometimes it can be difficult to just like talk into a microphone for half an hour without being able to like work things out out loud like I I can hear myself in that episode trying to work it out but not having that's I just I what I don't I feel that way about what just happened um oh I had something good I lost it it'll it'll come back to you but I think like like it is so much easier for me to to work it out with you listening and then responding and then having thoughts of your, like it's so much easier to, to go back and forth than it is for me to be like, is gender real? I don't know. Is it real? I think it's real. Do I want people to think that I think it's real? I don't know. Which is, Oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. Is it so hard to, to like, you gotta be good gay. You gotta be gay enough. Yeah. And like, that makes things hard sometimes. It does because like, I mean, (laughs) Shout out to the people who understand. Yeah, I was talking about chemtrails at a corporate lunch earlier this week, and my boss, agent of chaos. my boss, was like, "You've really been inside." Well, first I was talking about chemtrails, and then I was talking about how I fucking hate wearing seatbelts and shouldn't have to wear a seatbelt, and like, wear a seatbelt, you asshole! I don't like being put upon to wear a seatbelt. Is the thing. Like being put upon to have a gender. I don't want you to fucking die. I know, but no one's. Well, I mean, they are trying to to regulate our genders with the law. But but all, yeah, man, all they I'm, are. All I'm saying is, do you know how many words I have to hear every day that I hate? No seatbelt laws. No gender laws. <laughs> oh my god. So exactly. Please don't die. I know you don't drive. No, I do actively, because the little like... beep, beep, beep fucking beeps at me and then I get annoyed. Put a seatbelt on. I don't, Learn to swim. I don't want to have to. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Everybody, all of, everyone. Listen, there's a, a point. <laughs> at Jay, at Jay's friends, keep them safe. Oh my God. Like, I can smoke cigarettes because I want to die. You need to wear a seatbelt. No. Yes. Okay. All I'm saying is. My boss was like, you've been inside for too long, haven't you? And I was like, yes. I was like, you have no idea. You have no idea. I went on a walk today. It was so nice. So the point of all of this is that... uh, You need to wear a fucking seat. No, the point of all of this is that we live in a world where ideas are shrunk down to as small... A point as possible in order to put them on a sign in order to 
Well, that's... Put them on a promotional poster. So I think that at some... My point is, is that at some point, the phrase gender is a construct had a larger meaning that had value. And I think that as we sit here talking as two queer people who get what this is all about, that is a phrase that has deep and understood meaning in this specific context of our conversation that people are listening to. Where... I agree. I agree that it's become a bumper sticker. Um, I like it originally because it gave voice to a feeling, an uncomfortable feeling I had that I didn't know why. Um, which is, as you like, the way you're saying that gender as a construct has been shrunken down to these bite sized pieces. Um, in certain situations, I feel that like the concepts of of gender have been shrunk down to these bite-sized pieces Mm. and that's a a thing I can tell someone that allows them to put a lot of these expectations on me or think that they understand things about me um or feel like they get to ask questions if I tell them the truth uh and the thing is I don't none of you are entitled to that the same way I feel like I don't want to be online or regularly you know visible or heard anymore because none of you are entitled to me yeah i i think all of that is valid and i i like i want to give that some space but also i want to keep saying what i'm saying which is like no please say what you're saying it is that was my bullet it is not a it is not the phrase that i have a problem with which is the problem with language is that someone can say the exact same words I'm saying in a different tone or in a different context and they're taken a completely different way. Like me saying gender is a construct to you or to someone who listens to this show regularly is going to be received in a very different way than me saying this like to a table of cis straight people. Um, I could never say this at work. Um, and my final my final note I'm going to keep saying as I continue to interrupt you is that I have so a missed uh having good deep intellectual conversation uh and i find it to be so uh enriching and regenerative and also um i can't say that i don't know any gay people anymore because that's not true but i know yeah amen is right shout out to all the fucking farm gays love you all none of you listen to the pod but if you do what up um uh it's so nice to be having these conversations in our community yeah Yes. Thank you. Oh my God, you're so welcome. Thank you for coming. No, really, thank you. This is a treat. I was. I don't get to do it. Serious. No. no. <laughs> I'll try to really be quiet. We're both though. being serious and both sounding sarcastic. Um, so I think that gender is real because because it is something that we have to experience because it is something that we are forced to experience because we can never escape the perception that other people have of us and there are characteristics that are defined in gendered ways and there are feelings and experiences and actions behaviors that are all categorized under the large heading of gender and so I think it is it is like so because of all of that it is something that is real but that doesn't mean it's valid and that doesn't mean that to echo you the way that society has set up these words and the values associated with it just by recognizing that those values exist is 
I do not intend to negate all of the negative experiences and ideas and things that come with it. So I think like my short answer is that gender is real. And my longer answer is it's real and we don't like it. And we want to be careful and specific about how we operate. And I I think it is, it is really... It's so hard to feel stable because every time I feel like I've gotten to a point of consistent thinking, something comes along where I'm like, oh, I totally changed my mind about this. Um, Even something like you mentioned, like a sliding scale of gender. I think about that a lot as like I have a masculine side and a feminine side and then I have a completely neutral sort of in-between. But then it definitely plays into stereotypes of like my feminine side makeup and dresses my masculine side is you know ties and baseball and it's like that isn't that's not it either so so it's you can't even even as you're trying to escape it you can't get around the tags that have been placed on these different things and I feel this way about like I always (laughs) It's always the kids on, on TikTok where like, and it's like the part of it is that it's not my place and, and cis straight people think that it's their place to say things about people when it's definitely not. So like I'm about to describe something and I'm literally, I am making no moral judgment of this, this person in particular, just trying to reflect out loud on my own experience seeing this. Um, and so like, his people this is not permission to make judgments about things you see on the internet um but it was uh a person with breasts long hair makeup nails done full on outfit like lingerie skirt combo and the caption of this video was like I genuinely don't understand why people can't remember to call me he him and tell me I'm not masculine and uh, don't understand why I present the way I present using he him pronouns. And so this could be sarcasm. This could be a troll. This could be like a person's genuine confusion about why other people have trouble because this person has sort of explicitly opted out of labels that we all know and understand that match the way that they look. And so my problem with that is not a problem so much as a concern for this person seemingly opting into a circumstance where they are going to be made to feel uncomfortable by other people. And it seems like that is just a really hard way to live. So that is sort of the extreme, but on the other side, me feeling like I can lean into a masculine side. Because I was having a conversation with a friend where I was like, I definitely have a masculine side and I have a neutral baseline. That's my, like, if I'm sitting at home watching TV, I'm at neutral. There is no male or female. There is no masculine or feminine when I am watching Rick and Morty and drinking martinis and my friend's question was do you have a feminine side and I was like no I don't 
Not really. Like, I have one female persona who is party girl, which is a persona that I can assume like a TV character. So I find it interesting that you say it that way because I had actually made a note before when you were talking about your clothes that, like, I also dress a bunch of different ways and have sent you outfits of me in a bunch of different ways but I'm me as me every time but I have been known to notably if I which is especially rare now but especially if I dress more perceptibly feminine whatever if I put makeup on if I'm wearing something low cut or tight or whatever uh, I often refer to myself as being in drag as me yes um it's that or if i go like real real boy boy backwards hat uh you know cut you know like i'm really well i dress like that all the time but you know like if i'm really feeling it then like i'm in drag as me you know like king with the x or or draggy drag but it's never i'm i never feel like a masculine version of myself or a feminine version of myself or anything else i like i'm always where i am uh and part of what I like so much about what I do every day now is I get to dress in a way that makes me feel comfortable instead of not doing that. You know, like a lot of it is situational. Yeah. Now that I'm back in the office, it is a, it is a question of like, I haven't been seen in two years. It's funny because my hair is now back to the length it was two years ago. Like I've come, I grew it out. I grew it long. I have shaved it and now, and then I buzzed it and now it's really short again. Um, so in two years, I I look the same as I did two years ago. Um, Nuts. Uh, uh, my ass is a little fatter, but it, so it is. <laughs> uh, so it is this question of like, what do I wear to the office? And like, I I find that the realness, very related to what you were saying, is is my gender only becomes a problem if I'm trying to attract a mate, which makes me want to fucking kill myself. That's a huge part of it. Um, Absolutely. Rip indeed. Uh, But another note I have, and specifically work-related, is um, I recently found out that I successfully flagged at work and that a lot of my coworkers were all like, oh yeah, they're big gay. They didn't say they because I'm not out-out at work, but like I didn't know if everybody thought I was, like, you know, capital G, like, haha, gay, gay. Um, and it turns out I did it, which, like, shouldn't matter, but does matter a lot. Because I was, I was trying it, it so hard. It extremely ha- matters. I was trying so hard, and it matters to me so much that everyone knows that I am a homosexual. Um, faggot. Le homo. Yes. Uh, uh, so... Uh, so, but like, it's like, I didn't used to be feel comfortable doing that work, doing that at work. Cause I was in drag as myself. Yeah. Uh, and it was not a safe environment for that. And what I do now is risky and I'm lucky that it is a safe environment. Uh, thank fucking God. But you know, like that was part of my work choices. Part of it is function. Part of it is it makes me feel good. But part of it is I look gay as hell. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, gay is the day is long, if I may. You may. Uh, so, right. Attempting to attract a mate. Um, it is a, like, I kept my hair long for almost all of last year. Also why I was signaling at work. 
because I had unrequited crushes on cis straight men for all of 2021, which made for a very tragic calendar year. Uh, but then I finally really wanted to cut my hair, and then I did. I genuflected. I saw. <laughs> and now I'm just like, I, I, my hair is so short, and I was texting, I was texting a friend about the unrequited crush and there's there's he's the only one who gets the crush content because he's the only one who will put up with me and the the crush content um and there are so many i have so many and, questions and he was just like he's like bro i'm sorry but like you look like a dude like i don't know what's gonna happen and i'm like but i gained all this weight my tits are way bigger like i feel like that's gotta have like i gotta have something going for me here and he was like, no. And I was like, damn, okay. I, I love your short hair. Nothing gets me hyped like your short it's hair. It's really good, but also, like, I'm really sad I didn't get to touch I want to fuck a dude, and it's sad. I know. Dudes. Dudes, what's your problem? <laughs> Listeners, dudes, Jay's trying to fuck. Uh, any girls who would like to kiss me? Dude. I'm trying to get tendonitis. I'm extremely single. Dudes. Um, I was at the Strand and I impulse bought a Kafka short story collection that's like You're a the incredibly sad and tragic being of a single man and I was like ouch bro Yikes. <laughs> whoa <laughs> Kafka damn are you gonna read Infinite Jest? no <laughs> I'm bullying you I, there is a kind of man that I would like to be and it's not the kind that reads Infinite Jest okay Wait, I have I have points on on what you. It's said. also not the kind who's um, going to wear shorts in the winter time. That's how I'm always going to get clocked as trans for the rest of my life. I'm talking. <laughs> um. Uh. Also, in middle school, I did own some of those patchy Bermuda shorts. Didn't we all? Uh. As much as I would like to exist entirely on my own terms, impossible. Even if I, even if I do. I also exist in the world, and I'm seen and heard and perceived every day. Makes it hard. Makes it hard. Does uh, make it hard. Uh, on the point, you said, it, <laughs> talking about gender, it is real, and we hate it. <laughs> um, how do you feel about your gender, and also, uh, spe only specifically because we were talking about words, and it ties in nicely because you just did it. Uh, you are one of the only people I know who regularly refers to themselves as a man. Word. And every once in a while, it sticks out to me only because I, sometimes I'm like, huh, maybe I'll try some words and I don't like any of them. And like, sometimes I play boy, but that's about it. Yeah. I never play anything else. Um, and I noticed that you feel strongly about that. Uh, and I'd like to hear what you think. It is definitely uh, degrees of, like, <laughs> I get to tweet this picture, but I sent it to the group chat because it's on the, it's, it's, it's like a, a food delivery truck that I see when I go running in the afternoon and the logo is a duck, but he's wearing like, like a t-shirt, like it's like kind of a baseball tee with like the collar rim and the sleeve rims. And he's got, like, a floppy, like, feather bangs. And he's sort of sitting, like, kind of casual. And he's wearing chucks and jeans with, like, cuffed bottoms. And I literally was running and, like, almost ran into a tree because I was just, like... And so I sent a picture to group chat and was, like, 
sometimes the gender envy is sudden, unexpected, and altogether alarming. And a friend was like, if you feel like sharing, like, can you explain? Because none of us know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> and I was like, he's just got this. He's so yeah, dude. He's so relaxed in his hair and the posture. And he's just like the smile, like his weird little duck <laughs> smile. He had duck teeth. And I was like, he's just, he's got, he's just a boy. He's like just a good boy. And he's like a cool, relaxed boy. Yeah. anyone and it was just like ghost ghost in the chat and i was like today, it's fine today at work i drew a beat on a sticker and i put it on my overalls because it made me feel better yeah you, you like you literally have no idea what it's gonna take um yeah and then i don't know it's it's a rare occasion usually usually it's in service of a joke you know i'm a grown-ass man i can do what i want it's not always in service of a joke. Sometimes you're very serious about it. Usually, yeah. I don't mean to. I like. I don't mean to confront. No, you right no. Now, I mean it, it, it. I would say it is most. That is why you put me on the most podcast. often, but not always in service of a joke. Um, because it it is this feeling of like. Sometimes it's just it's sheer exha- exhaustion where I'm like, damn, do I want to transition for real? And then I'm like, boy, that seems like a lot of work. <laughs> it seems like a lot of effort why are those things implicitly or expressly tied together what do you mean and why um do you have to transition to be a man is not what i want to say but Mm -hmm. like i don't think so i think they're you're you're more of a like the way you've presented to me you're more of a man than half the people i know well and so this is Right. So this is the big circling, swirling conversation is like. Which is like, I do not mean to put that on you. No. And that's not. Whatever. Uh, it's fine. Um, no. it. I'm just a- a- asking the opinions of one. No. It, it, well, exactly. It is like, I think the best gender question I've ever gotten was like totally sort of offhanded in a large group conversation, which was like, it, if gender isn't real. If we aren't engaging in stereotypes about what a man is, then how do you know you are one? That is fair. And it's like, dog, I don't know. How do you know you're one? But it it was, it was, it was, that is a, a question that can be received in an incredibly mean way. And in this conversation, it was not. It was absolutely like, so considerate so from a place of love so thoughtful and it's something I think about literally every day and I talk about all the time uh with people who are that's why I asked were you. in the room with when this happened because it's like that's the question like of course like isn't it like yeah that's the question um and it is it is you know I've seen a lot of I see a lot of anti-trans shit on the internet and a big thing is like you know the trans people wanting to be the gender different than what they were assigned at birth is the worst thing to ever happen because it's just reinforcing gender stereotypes and like i'm not going to concede that point to a transphobic person on the internet but part of me does think and feel that is the that is the needle we're trying to thread because i think that's exactly correct and I definitely think about it in different ways. Like, 
I don't think a man, a cis man painting his fingernails makes him less of a man, but I definitely see makeup and nails and feminine, like all wrapped into a feminine presentation because that's how I, those are tools that I use to present feminine. And then there are definitely things, there are, there are masculine characteristics like being a provider and caring for your family and standing up for yourself and for the people you care about. Like those aren't qualities that those are qualities that have been assigned a characteristic of masculine, but women can be providers and can be powerful and men can be soft and can be caring. Like there is no, I think where the hangup is about whether or not gender is real comes from a place of like, oh, you're saying to be a man means you're strong and you work while your wife stays at home and you wear suits and ties. Well, that's not very fair and I'm a butch lesbian who does all those things too. So what does that make me? And so like that's the turf argument that you see. And like, again, I'm not conceding to those people, but like, exactly. Like, yes, (laughs) like that's the question, isn't it? And it's so hard to answer and it's so hard to explain for people who don't get it, for people who don't fit into, for people who aren't, for people who feel comfortable with who they are and for people who like finally have become comfortable with who they are after years of having difficulty because they have felt forced in one direction or the other because we have these two words that mean these that mean so many different things to so many different people and they manifest in so many different ways and that's like it's it's like is gender real is not a good question because like eh. So, um, originally, we titled this as a podcast about language, um, and uh, I have written down that words carry so much weight. Yeah. Um, and when pressed, like, I couldn't tell you what I am, but I could tell you that I'm not. That's how um, I feel, too. If you're going to say, you know, like, okay, what's a man, what's a woman, what's a boy, what's a girl, are you any of those things, like... No, and I don't have another word that would explain it to you either. Um, which is like also plays into like there's not a you know, and yes, there are so many new terms, and that's wonderful and incredible. And like, if that works for you, cool. Yeah. Um, I don't really feel like doing that. Um, but it is really tricky in some situations, and an example I always use, and like part of why I'm not out to my family because I don't think they would give a shit i'd like idealistically but they'd be like oh do you not want us to call you your our daughter anymore and like well i don't want to be your son uh and i don't love being your daughter because of what it implies but you could call me your daughter if you understood how i felt yeah um like if you knew what that meant to me like i don't care if that makes you happy it doesn't hurt me that much but because you do it with the weight of womanhood yeah i hate it it really hurts me yeah um and saying that would really hurt them uh and they mean well and they would only want to call me something that would make me feel good but i don't know what that is yeah right which is why coming out is the worst 
It's so, it's such a fucking burden. Yeah. It's not, like, it's not worth the work, which, amen, shout out to the work gays again. I was like, yo, so this is the deal. Sorry I'm not out at work. It's too much work. And they were all like, yo, we know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is, it is a question of, like. Artie has joined the chat. Artie. A genderless being. The same fucking thing. I texted you about this the other day. You know what pisses me the fuck Tell off? Me. Is when you say something about somebody's pet, and they're like, it's a she. It's a cat. Um, It's not going to tell you what it is. And you should fucking pull the stick out of your ass and relax. I'm like, okay, I'm really excited about how excited you are that your dog has a pee-pee. Like, oh, that's so <laughs> gross. Somebody really talked to me about their dog balls for so long the other day, and I was like, please let me have one moment of peace i would literally fucking kill myself i have literally gotten to the point where the only thing i can say is pee pee because i just can't i can't even engage with the biological i wasn't gonna gonna say anything about it but i did find it a little no i extremely can't say any other word and also there's no substitute for like the Um, other the other part and so i just don't ever talk about the other part because there's no people have been like oh well what do you want me to say and i'll be like "Nothing." nothing don't acknowledge it but there's no Do there's not. no pee pee equivalent, and it's <laughs> sad. Listeners, I'm listeners, so sorry. If you have recommendations because I I do love talking. Ding dong! I do love talking about you know the bathing suit area, but um, pee pee is the best I can come up with. Uh, That's and, really which I bad, think is dude. good, but um, I don't have a. It's no, just, I I know I've told you pee-pee. this story personally, and I believe I've told it on air. Uh, but when I was for my 16th birthday, I think. Uh, I got tickets to a hair revival because I was very into theater at the time, like a homo. Um, And I had a full-blown meltdown panic attack because I knew that there was a part in the musical where everyone on stage was going to be naked. Um, And I used to like... Ew, in hair? They all take their clothes off for literally, I think it's 10 seconds and then the lights go off. Because it's about protest. Right. Um, And it was... If I was 16, it was 2010. So it was like, they're doing it again. It's racy. Dicks on stage. Titties everywhere. Um, Right. And I was like, I had a meltdown. And my mom was like, it's 10 seconds. I know when it is. I'll tell you. You can close your eyes. And I was like, we can't go. And made them, like, give the tickets back. Or, like, I used to have meltdowns in, like, museums. Because my mom really loves the sculpture garden Mm. at the Met. And I couldn't be around sculptures of old naked people. The pee-pee. The titties. The pee-pee. Made me lose my, like, sanity because all of the sirens in my body went, woo, 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 woo. Yeah. And not in a fun air horn way. No, not in, like, a sexy, cool way. In a panic attack way. But in a very bad way. Which is very hard to explain if you have not experienced it. Um, both in feeling and in this specific gender steeped situation. Yeah. It's the worst. Being people like us is really hard. I'm too tired, but I would like to note the phrase, the male gaze, and then move on. (laughs) Um, that, like, I'm sure that's a whole podcast for someone else. Yeah. But, like, some things are hard. Some things are really hard. Including staring down peepees all the time. Yeah. 
I don't know. It's um, you can't. I can't listen to you say that anymore. We got to talk about something there's else. No good. There's no good solution. There's no good answer. Um, I'm completely blank. I feel like we've done it. I feel like we've covered it. I was like, I have a a dirty sex story to tell you to distract you, but that's not for the air. <laughs> I don't know if I have anything else to say right now. I feel like that really um. I'm having fun thinking about it and and exploring what I think and what you think. Um, but I don't. I also don't know that I have anything else to say. I just want to keep talking to you. Yeah. Um, do we have any closing bits? I could do a P if you want to think of some. A, a PP, if you will. <laughs> you need to go P? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta rock a piss, if you would. I won't. Uh, we, can you hold on two more minutes and we can wrap this up? Um, oh, we're not gonna do like big wrap up. No, that's what I'm saying. I just, I just want to keep talking to you forever. Yeah, we can. Do you want to keep talking on the air? You, you have no fun surprise games for me. <laughs> no, I did not prepare a game show episode <laughs> no gender, for you. No gender haunted. Oh house. no, there's the red square, evil enemy. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry to let you down. No, I don't have a Gender Haunted House is really something. I don't have a I don't Fine. I don't have a game show prepared for you. That's too bad. Bummer. I'm still making great playlists. Follow me on Spotify. Do it. Make one for this episode. It's just the killers on repeat. <laughs> yeah, the thing about this is it's um it's really yeah, I don't have any answers. I'm I because I'm I'm coming a bracket, kabraka burka burka burka, burka 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 Um, I'm coming back around to, I want to date. Um, but my problem is I want to date a man, and I want to fuck. And the reason why I want to date a man is for a lot of everyone, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of like gender characteristic reasons that are qualities that are tagged for men. It's all quite complicated. I will commiserate with you in that point. Bodies are a nightmare. Dating is a nightmare. The idea of being on a dating app, I just, I would love to like. Oh, I'm never going to date. I fuck. You couldn't make me date if you <laughs> I would just, to. I would love to wake up tomorrow and have like, I would actually love to wake up a year from now and have been in a relationship and like be celebrating my one year anniversary. Like I would love to wake up tomorrow and have it be a year from now and be celebrating my one year anniversary. No, I'm kind of cool, but I'm still uh, down to be a slut, so call me. <laughs> um, assuming we survive World War III, uh, someone should... If it's the end of the world, I'm still down to fuck. What else are we the doing? The conversation that I had last night went as follows. I'm very concerned, and here are my psychotic ways of dealing with it. And also, I am questioning why I'm still exercising... And then my answer to that is, I want to look hot for all of the World War Three Times Square orgies we're going to have uh, yeah, dude. as the bombs are flying. I never got to be a club kid. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, do you have any final thoughts? Any final uh, feelings? Comments, concerns, confusions, questions, compliments? I'm so gratified to be here. Oh. Um, I love you so much. This is, this is the joy. Uh, thank you. Thank you.
And you know who else we should thank? Zach and Leah and everyone. The free, the live, the cams. Amen. I've never been in church. I don't know when they ring the bell. Uh, There are bells ringing pretty much constantly. All right. I'm in. (laughs) When you're here for Girl Talk, um, we'll go to Mass on Sunday. We'll also go to church. Sick. You don't mean the show? What? I'm implying that Greg Gillis is is our Lord. And Savior Greg Gillis. Greg Gillis, come on our podcast. That was the other thing. That was, I thought about that in the shower and I forgot to write it down. That was the other part of my intro. The the ghost of Greg Gillis, uh, who is very much alive. Um, uh, Cruel Summer came on a TikTok and I listened to it three times on the way home last night because it's the girl talk sample. Dinka 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 dinka. Yeah, it is. Cruel Summer. I already bought my mesh Leo. I told you. I'm wearing mesh. It's going to be really great. Hot. It's going to be hot. It's going to be hot. It's uh, six weeks from now. It's ten years of, of Rager. Yeah. It's going to be really good. Um, um, okay. Thank you, Zach. Thank you, Leah. Thank you, everyone. We love you so much. H, thank you for being here. Co-host with the Mo-host. I also almost introduced myself that way, but I didn't want to be presumptuous. Oh, my God. Presume away. Up, up, and away. All right, we got to end this goddamn thing. It's been 80 minutes. I was hoping we were going to do a double header. Um, <laughs> thanks so much. Love you. Love you too. All right. Stop this recording in three, two, one. thinking like yeah gender is a construct and if that makes you happy uh construct that shit bitch build it like a lego set